eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. By the way, the one-game sample on Joe Burrow... Uh, is on the site as well, receptionperception.com. Uh, some takeaways here from the Joe Burrow um, uh, column, oh, one-game sample here, okay? This is from Der- our guy Derek Klassen, okay? Burrow did not throw a single pass over the middle beyond 10 yards. He really highlights the fact that Joe Burrow's calf was an issue. He, couldn't ha- he didn't have drive uh, on that football. And Matt, as you know, it's not like Joe Burrow's the biggest arm in the NFL, right? Like he gets a lot done with timing touch. Um, and he's got like adequate NFL power behind his throws, but it, certainly it's not like, you know, it, it's not like Josh Allen or anything yeah. like that. He, he, it, he just doesn't have that zip to his fast fastball. So when you take away the lower half, it, it starts to take away some of the things that, that Joe Burrow can get done as a quarterback. Yep, I and a lot of factors at play here, I think, for Joe Burrow to where I'm not really all that concerned, like long term. In the short term, though, I think the calf issue is is something to 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 monitor. And there's a different like I'm so glad that Sean McVay said this about Cooper Cup a couple of weeks ago, where there's a difference between return to play and return to performance, and they were hoping for return to performance for Cooper Cup, not just play. Mm-hmm. Like these guys play through a lot of stuff and yeah. we don't really know about it. And it's right. like, okay, yeah, Joe Burrow is back. He is back for week one. That doesn't mean he is back to performance. It means he's back to play, which again, there's a difference. And, you know, you could argue about whether guys should take themselves out more often in these situations if they're not going to be at their best selves. But, you know, that's their decision, not ours. I think that Burrow definitely wasn't getting the same drive and he's not always great. He's not already great at that, you know. And then two other things too. One, the weather's another factor that's going to affect True. that drive. That was a mm-hmm. problem uh, on Sunday. And the third thing is <laughs> Cleveland's defense just came to play. Cleveland's oh, defense man. was like, yeah, oh, man, we, did they we, I think they knew that Burrow was having a, you know, the, the calf issue. Like that was probably going to be a problem for him. And yeah. they just sent, you know, Miles Garrett and Darius Smith and like, let's just go hunt, man. Let's get after it. And, <laughs> and they got after it, buddy. <laughs> Yep, they sure did. I mean, the O-line is obviously Swiss cheese at this point, too. 
Um, I cannot believe they let go of Lyle Collins, man. I mean, I can, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I can, but can't, you know what I mean? Right. Um, it's, it's nuts. Uh, but, uh, just some other, again, just some other takeaways from Klassen's work doing the one game sample on Joe Burrow. Um, last year, Joe Burrow was actually second best uh, among charted quarterbacks in regards to tight window throws, a 55% success rate on tight window throws in this week one, he was O of eight trying to throw it mm. into tight coverage. So, um, and again, a lot of that is he just didn't have, um, uh, Klassen points out, maybe he didn't have the timing because, you know, again, he didn't play any in the preseason. So he's probably still getting ramped up to game speed and then the injury and then the weather, all these things combined, horrific game, uh, less than a hundred yards here for Joe Burrow. 80, I mean, what was it? 85 total yards, uh, passing for, for Joe Burrow. That's just, Jeez. that's nuts, man. That's absolutely crazy. Um, and again, the injury too, according to Klassen also obviously impacted his mobility in the pocket. Last year, Burrow posted a 57.7% success rate versus pressure. That was seventh best in the NFL. Week one, two of nine on pressured attempts, 22.2% success rate. Obviously, one of the worst in the NFL. So, um, look, they've got the Baltimore Ravens coming into town right now. If this injury lingers, Matt, I I tell you what, man, the Cincinnati Bengals, who I thought was going to be one of my you know, one of the teams playing in the Super Bowl this year. Um, I really love the Bengals. Uh, they're going to be an O2 hole, man. And that's, and that's pretty tough to come out of at, for, for, for a different team. So we'll see um, what happens with Joe Burrow. All right, let's move on. We'll actually, we'll stay in the AFC. We're talking a lot of AFC North here, man. Talk Pittsburgh. We talk Bengals. Got to talk about this. Got to talk about the Steelers injury to Deontay Johnson though. Uh, he's going to be out, you know, everyone's saying, you know, three to four weeks. So a good chunk of change here with that, that, uh, that lower body injury. Um, a lot of people have asked me, and I want to get your take on this, Matt, Allen Robinson or Calvin Austin, and we'll move beyond fantasy and just say, okay, well, how does Calvin Austin fit into this offense? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So, look, I mean, when you watch week, you know, and I've gone back and watched it, but I'm going to do some charting off this game, too. So I'd actually like to get a one-game sample up on both of these players, too, Allen Robinson and, and Calvin Austin. So maybe look up for that on the site. Uh, but... Just watching this game, I mean, like George Pickens is in the same role that he was in last year. Like, uh, you yep. know, unfortunately, he's in just having run a lot of clear out routes, a lot of vertical stuff, a lot of working on the sideline. And he's, you know, still it's I don't know, man, I, it, that role stinks. And I think it exacerbates some of the issues with his game. I like George Pickens. I think George Pickens is a really good player, but it just if he's going to be in this low percentage role, it's just, it's not good for, for um, it's not good for the consistency of the offense that the best separator on the team is not going to play. That's not good. Uh, so there is that. So with these two guys, Allen Robinson played a ton in the slot, which I think is really good for him at this point. Like I think that Robinson mm-hmm. can still separate on these like short to intermediate routes. Uh, and 
from the slot, getting free releases. He can still get off the line cleanly, but he's just not going to win against man coverage down the field because he is not explosive anymore. He is no longer right. that guy that like could uh, – I mean, he could win contested catches, but he doesn't have quite the same juice in his legs uh, anymore. Right. That's very right, clear. Right, right. But still a really good refined route runner, and there's already a lot of trust, I think, between him and Kenny Pickett. Um, Pickett was terrible in week one. I mean, oh, my God. I, I If we ever wanted to torture Derek Class, and we could ask him to chart Kenny Pickett's week one. Um, but, you yeah. know, I think there is some tr- there is some trust there for Kenny Pickett to deliver the ball to Allen Robinson when it's off target and him to win those passes. And Calvin Austin, man, Calvin Austin's explosive. Uh, yeah, he is. I, I really like what we saw in week one out of Calvin Austin. You know, it wasn't a ton, but a guy that can – potentially separate against man coverage as well on like crossing routes and um, bring you some plays on digs and crossers and post routes. Um, you know, there's not enough of those already in the freaking Matt Canada offense, but uh, you know, <laughs> when we get them, I think Calvin Austin can run those plays pretty well. So oh, man. I think between these two guys, I will give the edge to, to Robinson, but I like from a production standpoint, but I think Calvin Austin's role in the offense is going to be important because um they're funny too with the with Matt Canada. Like you know, they do all this motion stuff, but it doesn't really do anything. Like you watch the the like nobody really pays attention to it. Nobody really buys it, and there's nobody. There's no point to it. Like when the Rams motion Tutu Atwell around, yeah. there's like a point to it. It frees somebody else up, or it gets Tutu Atwell like a. a I mean, my God, what the Dolphins do with motion with Tyree Kill. I know Tyree Kill is a different different class of player, but yeah, yeah, they yeah. motion him and get that running start, and then it's like, well, good luck. You're never going to cover that guy. There's a point to the motion. There's no point to the motion in, in Matt Canada's offense, but I think if there ever was, Calvin Austin would be a good candidate for that. Well, I mean, you talk about the athletic profile uh, for this kid, and th- there's a reason why we were talking about him uh, in our preseason shows, because I mean, in the preseason, this guy showed a little bit, you know what I mean? Showed some pop, man. Four, three, two, 40, four, three, two, 40. Come on now. 39 inch vertical for Calvin Austin. I'm actually really curious to see what the deployment's going to be, Matt, because with the injury, you can't just come in and say, okay, well, we're going to scrap our game plan and we're going to move these guys around. You can't do that, right? So Deontay Johnson goes down with injury. Calvin Austin slides in. He played 85% of his snaps on the outside. Meanwhile, Allen Robinson played 75% of his snaps as an inside wide receiver. Now, you talk about that trust between Allen Robinson and Kenny Pickett and his ability to get open in that short area. Well, I mean, there's a reason why of the 44 routes, Allen Robinson saw eight targets, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, Calvin Austin, running just 27 routes, saw six targets. So, obviously, he's garnered a little bit of trust there um, from Kenny Pickett as well. So, I'm just very curious to see what the alignment will be. I don't think that Calvin Austin is going to play 85% of his snaps as an outside wide receiver. I do think that Allen Robinson will mix in on the outside in two wide receiver sets um, Mm -hmm. as well. So I don't know. Um, You know, obviously we don't have a lot of trust Matt Harmon in, uh, in the Matt Canada offense or in just Matt Canada in general. (laughs) So will he feel like such an idiot for getting excited about this offense a little bit? (laughs) You know, because they still have this guy as the freaking coordinator. I mean, again, it's like I I go back to our previous episode where I'm like, yo, they lied to us. They 
lied to us. They said it was going to be different. This shit's the same. The same. It looks the same. Every play. It's the same every play. (laughs) It's the same as it was last year and the year before, and it's the same every snap. It's the same, same, same. It's the same. Like, they lied to us. It's it's crazy, man. It's absolute it's absolute madness. Anyways, uh, I'm I'll really, just note about Calvin Austin though. Um, yeah, you know, he's like 162 pounds. Liter- literally, he's 162 yeah. pounds. That's tiny, what he's listed on the, on the yep. website. Five nine. He's a tiny guy. So yeah, maybe he's a better fit as a speed slot receiver. But when he was playing at Memphis in college, uh, in mm-hmm. his reception perception sample. Uh, he lined up outside on 85% of his sample snaps. He's on the line of scrimmage for 79. Uh, it's like Jamar Chase type stuff in college. Like nobody <laughs> plays X receiver like that. And, yeah, and obviously he's right. a tiny fella, but um, 71.1% success rate versus man. Like he can get open uh, against man coverage. So I, yeah, maybe not 85% outside. That is like just dropping him right into Deontay's role, right. uh, which I don't think is going to necessarily happen, but yeah. Um, I, I think it'll be interesting to see where they line these receivers up. All right. There you go. Uh, certainly we'll be keeping an eye. Uh, regretfully, we'll be keeping an eye on this Pittsburgh Steelers offense and what they oh do to deploy Allen Robinson, uh, Pickens, and uh, Calvin Austin. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 